Hey everyone, welcome back to episode four of Missing the Middle, a podcast all about two sisters, Jenny and I, 10 years apart, shooting the shit and talking about important stuff. Thank you so much for tuning in. First, we want to say sorry, we've been MIA the last two weeks. We both have been outrageously busy and crazy, just like crazy days, crazy nights, all that kind of stuff. Jen, what have you been up to? Please tell everybody. Yeah, I am. I just finished up finals and finished up my school year. I'm currently now in my summer classes. So taking a few classes this summer. And yeah, and Drew was here for a while and he left, which was super sad. But luckily, I'm going back to Boise tomorrow. So I'm really, really, really excited about that. I just can't wait to be out of here. So and what have you been up to, Katie? You've been pretty busy and with your students and everything. I would say mildly busy, you know. Um, yeah, I've been really busy with my kids, just kind of Zooming with them every day. Teaching um, online has been quite a learning experience for all involved. Um, yeah, working on my master's, I officially graduated the, on Sunday. I mean, there was no graduation, no cap and gown, no ceremony, nothing. However, I do have my master's degree now, which, yay, very exciting. Not as good as being a doctor, but, you know. I'll take it. So it's a close second runner up, you know, for sure. A close second, definitely a runner up. Um, but maybe one day I'll be Dr. Dr. Maybe Hall it's a little harder. I don't know. Hmm? I said, maybe it's a little harder. I don't know. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't think so. You know, can't be any harder than this. Uh, but yeah, so I've just been doing all that and pretty excited, but let's move into our, tell me something good segment. And this is just a time when we share some good news to make you smile and restore your faith in humanity. My story for this week, I saw that, I guess during this quarantine time, it was like 150 or 160 of like the former Disneyland employees all got together to do like a recreation of um, of their like iconic parade at home. And so it was just super cute to watch all of that. And- well, fun, but that's awesome, and you know how much I love Disneyland. So yeah, you're, anything you're- they do, I'm like, you know, bow down because they're the greatest. <laughs> so my story for this week is to deal with graduation. I know there's a lot of kids out there who are not being able, um, or who are not able to graduate or walk across the stage. They're still graduating, but it won't be the same. And I know how important it was for me to walk across the stage in high school, and and as well in college, that was even greater. Um, and it would have been really nice for me to be able to wear the fancy thing you get when you get your master's degree, but that didn't happen this year. And so I found this story about this dad who literally in his front yard created the stage and he surprised his daughter who was graduating with her bachelor's degree. They live in Tennessee. And so if you look it up, I'm sure you could find it pretty easily, but the picture is adorable. He has the whole little like setup outside and the podium and a stage. And then she's out in the audience and they all dressed up. And so I just thought that was so adorable. And what a great way to, you know, make sure she doesn't lose out on that experience. So just made me smile. That's so cute. For sure. All right, let's move into the meat of our segment. This week, we're talking about health. And health is kind of one of those things that's like, oh, I'm healthy. Oh, I'm not healthy. It's kind of that it's an ambiguous term, you know, like, there's so many ways you can be healthy. So many people have so many opinions. First, let's talk about, Jen, what does health mean to you? When someone says, I'm healthy, or you say, I'm healthy, what does that mean? Yeah, like, I think of it a lot as physical health, of course, but also mental health. And um, just being, 
I feel like in college, especially, I feel like my perception of the word health kind of changed and everybody focuses a little bit more on their mental health. I feel like they're like, I just need a break today and I need to lay in bed and rest. And it's not necessarily because they're sick, but um, just make sure that they are mentally feeling good and up to things. So I think for me, it's just make like when I tell somebody I'm really healthy, that means I'm normally super happy, um, feel good about myself and also just feel good about everything that's going on in my life and my immune system feels good. But yeah, what does health mean to you, Kate? Yeah, it's hard. I've always struggled with, you know, the term being healthy because there's just so many things out there. You know, people say, oh, I'm healthy because I do this or I'm healthy because I do this. And so I think it's just one of those things that is always going to be argued back and forth. But I, I think I totally agree with you in that health is not just, oh, if somebody looks thin and toned, that means they're healthy, right? It's a, it's a, a whole full package. It's, you know, I feel good. Um, I'm thinking good thoughts. I feel good about myself. I wake up every day and I'm feeling okay. You know, things like that. So it's like all encompassing. And I think, you know, to have all of those things is really hard and you have to work, you know, you have to work your butt off. But I think it's possible. I think it's doable. But you really have to put the time and the effort in to all aspects of health. And so I think that kind of encompasses it all. Yeah. And like, I don't know, saying, do you have any like advice or suggestions on how you stay like mentally healthy? Um, especially during these times, like during the coronavirus, you hear of a lot of people not for sure. Oh, for sure. It's really a lot harder now, I think to stay healthy just because we're home all the time. When I go to work, I'm, I'm walking a lot more steps and I'm, you know, walking around the classroom. I'm, I'm, I'm physically active. And, you know, when I'm working at home, I'm pretty much, there are some days when I don't leave the house until four o'clock, you know, I'm working all day. And so it's been really hard, but I think, Outside of this quarantine thing, um, I think the way we stay healthy, or we try to at least, is we try to go on walks as much as possible. We live right um, on a trail, and so we can get to it pretty easy. Um, We try to walk. We live pretty close to a downtown area, too. And so when we want to go get drinks or we want to go to dinner, we try and walk there, you know, because it is so convenient and so easy. Um, It's been a lot harder just with the quarantine. But um, I think making conscious choices of like, oh, we want to go out to dinner. Okay, you know, are we going to go out and we're going to get three appetizers and a meal and drinks and this and that? Um, So we've really, I mean, when we first started dating, it was kind of crazy. I'm sure you feel the same way, you know, like your partner, you want to go out and spend money together and go have fun and go do fun things together. And so it's really um, hard to make sure you're managing all of that. And so um, we've just made a really conscious effort to, to try and keep those things in the back of our mind. Like, do we really want to go out to dinner or do we have food we can make here? You know, um, can we walk somewhere instead of, you know, driving across town? Like, is it really that, you know, do we really need that right now? So no, yeah. I think that's for us. Yeah. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I feel like it's almost a little bit of the opposite for me. I feel like I'm being more physically healthy right now during this quarantine. I mean, at school, it's so easy to go to like these workout classes that I do go to a lot with my friends. But sometimes I'm like so overwhelmed with all the stuff I have to do at school that I'm like, it's okay if I don't go on a walk. But now, since I've been home, I'm like walking constantly because I'm like, I need to get out of the house. I need to go do something and not just be stuck in here. Um, And I feel like at school, sometimes I forget that that's also important is your 
um, physical health just to be outside. So I've been doing that. And emotionally, um, it hasn't been too bad for me during this quarantine. Um, I'm just kind of really excited. As soon as I got the news that I could go home, that kind of changed my whole mindset. I was feeling a little bit like, oh, I'm just stuck. I'm going to be here forever. It's going to be until September or whenever. Um, but yeah, now I am just super excited. And I feel like when I get back to Boise, I have so much to do to organize myself and just set myself up for a good school year. Um, so I just feel like I'm on a good kind of roll right now. But yeah, I'm happy for you. I think being home, well, being home, it's not really your home when you live somewhere else and you go to school and that's what you call home. I'm sure it's been really difficult to be here for so long, being away from your friends and what you know and all the things that you do on a you know daily basis there versus, you know, being home. Yeah, this is the longest I've been home since like since I was in high school. So kind of feels weird. I didn't live here last summer and now I'm like, wow, I know what it's like again. <laughs> it's been kind of nice for us to have you home though, you know, but I can understand. Yeah. I have a friend, Nicole. I know, you know, my friend, Nicole, um, shout out to one of my greatest friends, Nicole. Um, she is one of those people that I really admire. She really has, um, during quarantine kind of, well, her whole life, I think, um, dedicated herself to trying her best to, to make a healthy like life for herself. And, um, she's really been doing amazing things. And I am so proud to be her friend. And then also I am like, admire her just the way she carries herself. And, you know, she's been really open about her journey of like getting to health where we both, you know, have struggled with trying to find a balance of, you know, being healthy and also trying to enjoy your life, which I think that's the biggest thing, right? is I want to enjoy my life and I don't want to stop myself from going out to dinner or going out with friends or going on a trip or anything like that. But at the same time, you want to manage this balance. And so I think she's really, I don't know if she's there a hundred percent, but I think she definitely is very far along in definitely finding that beautiful balance between, you know, I want to live my life. However, I do want to live a healthy life. So, um, She's really been amazing. She journals. She started to journal every morning. And I I have not gotten to that, but I, I know I've read a lot of books that say waking up and, you know, for, I don't know what you do when you first wake up. What do you do when you first wake up in the morning? Um, I just, like literally still laying in bed. What do you do? Check your phone? Yeah. Or I don't know. I, I'm normally the type to get like, as soon as I wake up, I'm up out of bed. See, so that's pretty good. What's going on? And I think that's just because I haven't ever lived alone, but I'm constantly, as soon as I wake up in the morning and when I lived with all my friends, I was like, okay, who's up? What are we doing? Like, I want to get ready for the day and go do something. But I don't know if that's necessarily good for everybody because sometimes people do need that time just by themselves to kind of like reflect. But for me, I feel like I'm more of a, let's go do this. I want to do this. I want to get ready. And yeah. Yeah. I tried I think I know it's not good for you. I mean, everything is different for everybody and it's relative, but I think I've really tried to make an effort not to like, as soon as I wake up in the morning, my alarm goes off. I grab my phone, I get on Instagram and and Buzzfeed and you know, all those kinds of things. I've really tried to make an effort not to do that. And of course I still, you know, once in a while, but, um, instead of that, just getting up, stretching, um, making the morning time kind of my time to just 
like chill out instead of just like, as soon as like get on, read the news, do this, do that, do that, you know, easing myself into the day rather than, you know, checking my phone for all this information. And I know that a lot of people um, that I've talked to have said that they used to like in the morning, they, as soon as they'd wake up, they check the news about all this coronavirus stuff. Um, and the more I talk to people now, they're like, no, I've been trying to take a break from that and not doing that anymore. Cause they feel like it just starts their day off on a bad note. Um, and so like, I haven't really even been keeping up with a lot of the Corona stuff anymore, just cause I'm like, you know, we have to live with this situation and, and it'll be what it'll be. Right. There's no sense. I, I find myself and you're not like me in this, but I worry a lot about a lot of things. I, I struggle with anxiety, but I really tried to make it. I don't try and read a lot about coronavirus. I don't try and watch a lot about it. You know, it is what it is. And I feel like the people in charge are trying to do the best they can. Do they make mistakes? Yes. Are they making asses of themselves? Yes. However, it's not my job to try and figure out what to do. I'll just go with the flow. When I get information that is relevant to me, then, you know, great. Yeah. And, and I also, for me, at least, we, I don't know, our neighbors have all been getting together, as you know, Katie. Um, and they've really been like bonding. And I kind of noticed a shift in the conversation in the beginning. It was like, oh, this coronavirus. And a few of them were really worried about all of it. And they were like, oh gosh, like, I'm so worried. I'm so anxious. Like, I don't know. Like, what if we get sick? I mean, now that focus has just been, um, we had like a kind of a goodbye little appetizers, like a cheese board and stuff um, with just the ladies the other night for me leaving. And we were all just talking about like how good this time has been. And I think when you shift your mental focus onto the good, instead of just focusing on the bad, Um, The good stuff just continues to get better. And so we're all just super thankful that we've gotten to know each other. And like, there's a few of us kids in our little area that we're all the way at college and we would have never gotten this opportunity to all get close um, if it weren't for this virus. So I've just been thinking about all like the positives during this time. And I'm thankfully going to be back somewhere where everything is open and I can kind of just hang out. But I'm still going to have to like remember to focus on those good things because here, like I'm starting to build friendships. And when I get back to Boise, I'm going to have old friends that I'm going to get to reconnect with, even though it's just been a couple of months, but still I'm really excited for that. And I want to like keep up on my kick of health and staying healthy and working out. Um, so I think I'm going to have to like start a new routine a little bit, but yeah. What have, have you been doing any, we did a few workout classes together, Katie. I know on like Peloton and stuff. Have you been keeping up on that or? Yeah. Mesa and I have been running. Um, we try to run well, three to at least three times a week. It's a little bit harder now just cause we are both, you know, we're kind of working on something that's, um, you know, kind of good and good news for us. Um, and so we've been really kind of stressed out with that. And so we ran, um, one day this week already, we'll probably run today. And then I've been doing, um, there's this Instagram kind of thing. I think it started on Instagram. It's called like the fit girls guide. And so, um, I downloaded their 28 day jumpstart a few years ago and never really did anything with it. So they have like a calendar of workouts that you can do inside your, um, 
inside your apartment or your house and it doesn't really require any um, tools or anything like that or extra equipment. So that's been nice. So when I go on my run, we go on our run and then we come back and I, I usually do that. And then I um, stretch out and I've been trying to do five minutes of just meditation by myself. And I, I know that the days that I do that, I feel way better. I can sleep better. Um, I get up better. I just feel, I don't know. I feel lighter, which doesn't really, that's kind of weird to say, but that just that five minutes of quiet time with my headphones in no talking, nothing, just me focusing on my own self and my thoughts has been super helpful. So I think I'm going to continue that. Um, we also started last week, I think last week, um, we're trying to go as plant-based as we can with our food. So it's not vegan. Vegan is like what people associate it with, but it's basically vegan, but we're, we're not cutting out eggs and we're not cutting out, we're not cutting out dairy because I love cheese. Maybe one day I'll give up cheese, but like cheese is just like, I went over there yesterday and like you guys had coastal cheddar and like, give me a coastal cheddar and a crack gluten-free cracker. And I'm like in for it. I don't think I could ever voluntarily do that with any food. I don't think I could give up any food that I like. So I don't know how you're doing this whole plant-based thing. I'm sure it's great for you, but. Yeah, it's really great. And it's made me feel, I feel a lot better. My stomach has started to feel a little better. Um, but I know for sure, like just the changes, the small changes we're making. Um, we, we don't drink milk. We drink like almond milk or cashew milk or, you know, stuff like that. So that kind of dairy is out, but like, we're not getting rid of eggs and we're not getting rid of like cheese. Um, but other than that, we're going to try and eat no meat. Um, I'm reading this book and I can talk about it in my, what are we into section, but I'm reading this book right now and it's just really changed my perspective on food and, um, and cancer runs. I know cancer runs in my side of the family, not your side, but my side on my dad's side. And so I just want to make sure I'm doing everything in my power, you know, to not give cancer a chance. If that makes any sense. And so this book has been really eye-opening and I can talk about it when we get to our what are we into segment. Awesome. I know I haven't, I don't know. For me, I'm kind of like if I'm trying to eat less, I don't know. I don't eat that many, like I don't go out to fast food. I mean, I'm a sucker for Chick-fil-A, but besides that, I'm not really a fast food goer. Um, I feel like my body personally just works better when I do have um, like meats, but that's just me. And I don't know. I always feel, I feel better if I'm eating, um, just like my three meals and no snacks throughout the day. And if I do have a snack having like fruits or vegetables, but during the quarantine and like, even when I'm back in Boise, I always, my normal go-to dinner is like brown rice and orange chicken. And that's my, my go-to meal. And it might not be the healthiest, but well, you know what? You're doing it, girl. You got that brown rice, so. <laughs> yeah. So I just think making conscious choices. I don't think you can live your life 100% by certain rules. Like you can't say, I will never have dairy again. It's like, no, because I a charcuterie board and I will like, you know, I could get down on the charcuterie board. You know what I'm saying? Like a coastal cheddar. Ooh, you know, like jalapeno Swiss. Mm. You know, like, so I can't ever say I'm going to give up those things, but I am going to make conscious choices in other places, you know, so that I can continue to enjoy my life. You know what I want to try? 
I remember seeing it on some movie, but I guess it's a real thing. You wear like a blindfold. Have you heard of this? You no. wear a blindfold while you eat. And you eat until you're full and not until your plate's gone. And like, yeah, I try and do that when I'm just eating normally, but I'm like, I'll serve myself an amount and I'm like, oh, I'll eat this. This is probably good for me. And then I eat the whole thing because I don't want to waste it. But this like diet, they have people wear like a blindfold and you eat your dinner and then whenever you're full, you just stop eating. So I heard it really works though. Interesting. (laughs) Probably because it's so difficult for you to find the food. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know if I'll ever try that, but let me know how it goes if you do. I mean, might as well try, right? Won't hurt. Oh, gosh. Um, One last thing, Jen, that I just want to touch on. Um, I think another part of being healthy is being healthy in like your relationship. How do you guys think you stay healthy? Not in terms of like your physical being, but just like your, your mental and emotional. Yeah. Are you talking like friendship relationships or either one, either one. Um, I feel like for me, um, for like being healthy for me, like something that keeps me, my mind healthy, my body healthy is doing new things and constantly trying new activities. And so Drew and I are always like on the go wanting to go adventure. And that just like brings joy and excitement into our relationship. And for me, especially that helps me grow and just be a happier person. So when he was here, it was like, we'd be sitting and we're like, okay, like, let's go on a five mile walk. Like right now, let's leave right now. And so we'd go and do it. Or we'd just like pick new things to try. Um, So that's been, that's something that's really good. And our relationship is kind of a lot of it has been during this quarantine. So kind of harder to do stuff like that. But we just make sure that we talk every day and giving each other that reassurance is always nice. And for friendships, I feel like the way to stay healthy with my friends that we have found is um, having like common things that we all go to do together. Um, so I have like a group of friends and we all go to cycling classes together. And then after we can go get lunch and catch up and it doesn't just feel like, Oh, we're sitting, hanging out. It's like, Oh, we're going to go do something physically healthy. And then for our mental health, we're going to all hang out and go. There's this really cute place in Boise. It's called, um, rising grind and they have like protein smoothies. So we always go there and just kind of catch up about our week and talk about it. And I also like am in a house group with Young Life. And so it's been really good. We'll meet on Zoom like during this quarantine um, and just like chat and stuff. And during the school year, it's nice to go with a group of girls where you can just kind of talk about everything that's going on. But you're also having fun and it's it's really awesome. And so I feel like that's kind of how I stay healthy with my relationships and stuff. But I feel like me and you are kind of a little bit probably different. So yeah, I would say definitely being healthy. I think the number one thing for a healthy relationship with like a partner is communication. I think I'm, I will say, I'm sure I'm, I I know Mason feels this way. Also, I'm a terrible communicator. I really try my best and I'm definitely working on it, but I think communication is like the number one thing. Um, you have to be able to communicate when you're upset. You have to be able to communicate when you don't like something, when you are happy with something, when you are excited or, you know, you're just not feeling good or you just want to be left alone. I think you have to really communicate to your partner how you're feeling. And I think that's the number one thing for 
you know, maintaining a healthy relationship. I think with friends, I think definitely for me, I have to create boundaries because I oftentimes blur the lines of like, I don't want to overwhelm somebody with my friendship. And I've done that in the past where you kind of just jump in and you want to hang out with that person all the time, every day, you know, all day, all night, every weekend. And I think people, I don't think people can sustain a relationship off that. And so I have had to figure out how to draw healthy boundaries of like, I'll see you next week or I'll see you two weeks from now. And I feel like the friends that I do have now, the ones that have, um, you know, stayed around and been consistent. I feel like we're all really good about that. We all enjoy the time that we have together and we, we love each other, you know, so much and we would do anything for each other. But at the same time, we all know we have, you know, healthy boundaries. Like we don't need to see each other every day. We don't need to talk every day. We don't need to talk every week. But when we do talk, the time that we have is, you know, valuable and, you know, it it makes me feel good. So I think that's, for me, that's the number one thing for maintaining healthy friendships. So that was super important. We like a lot of my comm class, my communications classes, we talk about relationships and kind of like elements that they need and um, same with friendships and just how they're different. So I'm continuing each and every day to learn more about that, which has been a little bit helpful because I feel like for me, it's kind of harder to keep friendship relationships just because I'm, I don't know. I don't know how you describe it, Katie, but I'm just kind of all over the place. So, um, yeah, it's been interesting, but um, this is kind of just a side note. I'm super excited because my, like, two really good friends from high school, Josie and Sarah, are their school got pushed to be online for the fall semester as well. So they're both going to be up in Boise with me, which is super cool. That's so, going to be so fun for you guys. Really excited about that friendship. And we just – Another uh, good thing that comes out of quarantine. Exactly. You know? So, Look at the positives. Looking at the positives. Yeah. Um, so Katie, do you want to kind of talk about what you're into? I'm really excited because you do have big news coming up that we're going to have to keep a secret till next week. Mm-hmm. How that works out and and everything. I want to hear about it. Yeah, I have two things. I'm reading this amazing book right now. Anybody that's interested in health or, you know, eating more, um, plant-based, um, I'm reading this book, how not to die, which the title is terrible. But basically, it's this guy who is a doctor, and he um, is just an amazing guy. And he had a grandma who had congenital heart failure when he was a kid, and he loved his grandma. And so she was, you know, barely able to walk. And um, the doctor, basically, she went in one day, and the doctor told her, "Um, you have like two weeks to live. Um, You're gonna, you know, die. And she happened to hear about this trial that these doctors, I think down south, were... um, participating in where they were doing a plant-based diet to reverse these terrible diseases people were being um, diagnosed with. And so she went down there and she volunteered and she um, within weeks had reversed her diagnosis and she ended up living, I think he said, if I'm not mistaken, another 20 years just because she changed what she was eating and she went more plant-based. So this book basically goes into like each of these huge um, diagnosis like heart failure, uh, cancer, um, liver cancer, you know, all the cancers and what you can do for your body, what you can eat in order to reverse or, you know, maintain these healthy, healthy lifestyles. And so I think I'm about four or five chapters in. And so it's been really incredible. And the second thing I'm in, this is for my 
my light skinned girls out there who just can't go outside without getting burned and not a tan. Um, I bought this stuff from Target. It's amazing. I don't know where I saw it. I must have seen it on Instagram. Um, but it's called Tanologist Water and it's ba- basically sunless tanner. And I put it on and I I put it on incorrectly. So I just wanna I just wanna preface that. I've got like streaky, streaky vibes all over my arms, but I just want you to know it does work and it's amazing. And just make sure you put it on and you read the directions carefully. Um, but it's amazing. And it literally just feels like water. It smells so good. It smells like outside it smells like, you know, when you go to the beach and you leave it on for a few hours and then you take a shower and then it comes off. Um, but yes, definitely read the directions and possibly get yourself like a special mitt, a mitt that like puts the suntan stuff on, but it's amazing. And, um, for anybody out there like me, I can't go outside without getting, uh, burned. Um, so this just makes me have like that beautiful summer glow without having to go outside. I mean, I just get that natural summer glow. I'm kind of a, yeah, I know girl, you're so lucky. Yesterday when I saw your arm, I was like, Katie, what did you do it? So I'm, I'm surprised you're giving a good review to this product, but you well, know, it, it wasn't the product's fault. It was the user error. So I'm just telling everybody, at least I know it works, right? Yeah, you're right. You know, you don't, you didn't look orange. It was just, it was a beautiful tan, just a little streaky. Just a little streaky. Just no a little streaky. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been, haven't really been doing anything new really recently. Um, still just been walking. I walk about like 20,000 steps a day, I guess. It's kind of been my average. Um, so I'm constantly out doing things like that. Um, and my summer school classes have really been taking up a ton of time. So that's a lot for me, but something that's going to be a new thing that um, kind of in the works right now for me, different than Katie's thing that's in the works, but um, I have been, or Drew and I are actually, he's really good at taking photos and doing photography stuff um, and editing. I like to pretend I'm good, but he's so much better. And we are going to start taking like family pictures and couple pictures and kind of starting a little side business just to make a little bit extra money. Um, so we're really excited about that and just trying to make it all cute. So that's kind of pretty much all I've been up to, haven't been up to too much. Um, and you have anything else, Katie? Well, we kind of, I think that's it. We're going to be more consistent about just because both of us are kind of these things that we're, we've been busy with the last few weeks have been dying down a little bit. Um, but yes, we will be getting episodes out every Monday, Monday evening. So from yeah, now on. Yeah, we're going to be so much better about that. I feel like once I'm in Boise and able to settle down, it's going to be so much easier. I'm going to be living alone for a little while until my friends move in. So I'm going to have all the time in the world to dedicate myself to this. But as always, we just want to thank you guys so much for taking the time to hang out with us. Um, we just hope you guys are all staying safe and healthy. Um, and we'll see you guys next Monday. And we're going to just start discussions about new relationships, new jobs, new living um, situations, and kind of just whatever else is new in our lives. Um, I'll be in Boise and maybe Katie will have some good news for us. Um, So if you liked us, please make sure you subscribe and leave us a five-star review and follow our journey on Instagram at missingthemiddle. Um, And we're so excited to see you all next week. Bye guys.